Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck. And I'm Rachel Geiger. We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives. It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks. So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. Oh my goodness. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about how to start this, start these episodes. Um, The best way to just dive into the content. Well, Ryan was like, should we like talk? Do you want to have a conversation? I feel like people do that. And then he was doing like director's <laughs> cues, like five, four, and then like silent, three, two, one. That's what they do in, in showbiz. I know. Yeah. <laughs> we are certainly in the showbiz business now. <laughs> Making our way. 15 listeners and growing every week. Um, we have two subscribers and they're both our parents. Uh, that does bring up an important topic though. If you have been listening to this, <laughs> can you please go on Spotify and like and subscribe or rate or whatever oh, wow. it is? I've always said that in like a joking way. I've never been able to say like, subscribe. But seriously, it really would help out a lot to <laughs> do that. My dad was like, I subscribed. And I'm like, of course you did. That's Thank great. You. He's one of our 15, I know. He's 15 the best. listeners. He's truly the best. Uh, no, but seriously, if you've literally invested like four hours already in listening to all of us, all of these episodes so far, that would be a, a great addition, a great bonus. Yeah, it's helpful too. Yeah. I also just want to point out that uh, – Today is Rachel's birthday. Oh, yeah. Well, technically not. <laughs> well, we're recording this on Thursday night. Yeah. I was trying to be savvy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Um, big 32. Nice. Not much in terms of numbers wise, but um, no like big, you know. Wise beyond your years. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about how, like, my my dad and my brother had birthdays back in March, which was right when, you know, we went into quarantine and the pandemic really uh, hit here. And I remember, like, talking to them and they were like, oh, this is so weird, you know, having a birthday during a pandemic and everything just felt kind of strange. And I never would have imagined that it would be like November and I would be like, now it's my time for a pandemic birthday. Yeah. Certainly it's a little different, but. Yep. For sure. So I will be, you know, video, video chatting with them tomorrow. Nice. Um, So just interesting. Yeah. And you too. Yeah. In one week. week. Yeah. One week. Yep. We've got a lot of gifts around the house, some with blankets <laughs> over them. We bought each other very large items. Mine's been hiding out in the shed for the last two days. Yeah, and mine <laughs> is sitting mine for Ryan is sitting in the 
in our living room with a big blanket over it because the, the box says clearly on it what it is. <laughs> it's just like there's no mistaking it. They wrote it um, very clearly. Yeah. So such, such is life. For sure. All right. Well, I guess we'll actually get started. Um, but since we started the podcast, um, we've discussed the obstacles that we have faced on our journeys and how we uh, work past them so that we can learn the same strategies to become stronger, happier, and, and more resilient. Um, and last week, we talked about why prioritizing your health and fitness is important um, now more than ever. So uh, we also ended the episode with key strategies for how to make a comeback to the gym, um, despite the setbacks and, and obstacles obstacles that might be standing in your way. So if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely go back um, and give it a little listen because um, we're going to we're going to dive in a little more today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, last week, the uh, the second half of last week's episode, um, we kind of started getting into more solution based things. Like I know we've been kind of bringing up a lot of challenges that we've faced and that other people face and and, you know, like, I want to make sure that we're also like providing you guys with a lot of solutions on how to actually address these things. And we kind of started doing that in the second half of the last episode, just in terms of Rachel talking about how, you know, her first sort of attempt at, you know, building this like foundation of strength that kind of then led to her being able to um, address all of these different uh, fitness qualities that she's able to work on now because she took the time to build a strong foundation. That's not a concept that I feel like a lot of people are really familiar with. Um, but it is something that I talk a lot about as it's been like a huge part of my experience um, working with clients. So um, in my experience in New York City, working in working in a gym, and then also here in Austin, working in a gym, and then also working with people online, um, you know, I, I do have like I do realize like a lot of like see a lot of common themes and one of those things that I definitely that I definitely see a lot is that I hear regularly from people so like when people would come into the gym and I would do like assessments with them and if you're not familiar with what that means it's like basically somebody wants to sign up for training and that's kind of like our initial conversation in terms of them telling me sort of what their experience has been in the gym, like what fitness experience they have, like kind of what they're looking to do, um, any health or injury limitations that they have. So, you know, I've, I've obviously like been able to see like commonalities, you know, you know over, over my time doing that. And what I realized is that, you know, for people in their, you know, starting in their thirties and then kind of beyond, cause I've worked with people all the way up to like in their seventies, but they are kind of worried that, you know, their age, where they are, and believe it or not, people in their 30s, you know, talk about this just as much as people in their 60s, which I also find like really interesting yeah. is that like, and I know that I made the same mistake of like thinking that I'm old, you know, air quotes, I just did <laughs> old at the age of 30, but people really do talk about themselves that way. Right. Um, but anyway, they're worried that that where they are in their life, um, you know, with age uh, or maybe just stage of life uh, and in combination with like maybe previous injuries that they've had um, or and then also maybe lack of experience in the gym. So, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, well, I used to do soccer in high school or I used to run or I used to do blank, like literally fill in the blank with anything. And then now they're kind of viewing this you know, whether they've been injured or whether they've just been like neglecting their health and fitness, but they're, they feel like they're lacking 
that experience or they're they're losing they have they felt like they've lost touch with that kind of part of themselves and because of that they're kind of using all of these things as like reasons to sort of throw in the towel um you know when it comes to trying to tackle their fitness goals meaning that they don't really they're not really sure of a way out which is obviously like why they're coming and hiring a trainer um but also too like there's i'm saying that because there's like a hint of hesitation there because they're not quite sure that it's possible um and one of the reasons why that also is, is because usually many of them have, have usually tried like a lot of different workout routines um, and a lot of different diets and a lot of different, you know, workout styles, um, but they've never really been able to see that success that they, that they really desire. Um, so common pain points, um, you know, also too, are that usually like the things that, why they feel like those things haven't worked is because their body isn't responding to exercise like it used to. Um, and like I mentioned, like the old injuries that they have are usually keeping them from doing certain things. So like, for example, like when I talked about my experience with back pain, there was a lot of things in my daily life that I couldn't do. Last week, we talked about like me not even being able to like bend over and like tie my shoes or put my shoes on. Okay. But, you know, those are simple, you know, we call them activities of daily living, ADLs um, in the fitness industry. That's what they're referred to. But it's basically just things that you do in your normal life. Um, but that also too, you know, um, goes into exercises in the gym. So, you know, for me not being able to bend over and put my shoes on, I also had problems with the deadlift and my back hurting, Right. you know, so they, so they had these old injuries. Like I'll have people come and say, Oh, I have like, you know, a knee injury from a few years ago. So I can't squat because my knees hurt when I squat yeah. things like that. I can't deadlift because I deal with back pain. Um, and I'm like, oh, did you have like, you know, were you in an accident? Did you have some severe thing? And they're like, no, it just kind of hurts all the time. Like it's, <laughs> you know, but anyway, right. they're, they're attaching these sort of limitations or these, these, these pain points to limitations that they feel like they have in the gym. And then obviously added on top of that, nutrition is always sort of a, a big hurdle for people. Tricky for sure. Yeah. Um, but of all the things that I've heard and continue to hear, there's also one major common pain point, which is I lack time and I lack energy. Um, you know, and that's usually a question that I'll have. It's like, how long, you know, how long have you had, has it been since you were active? And they're like, oh yeah, I used to do X, Y, and Z, but like, I just haven't really had the time. And I know I should have been doing stuff, but I haven't because I'm so busy at work or, you know, my kids. And there's, you know, obviously a long list of, um, you know, reasons uh, why they haven't been able to work towards their goals. So, but from my perspective as the coach, this is also kind of, I realize that from all of these things we've been talking about, that this is also kind of wrapped up in a, this is all part of like a much larger sort of deeper concern, which is that really deep down what it is, is that they're worried that it's really too late for them to look and feel good again. Like, even though they're attempting to, there's this still this kind of like layer of doubt down there where it's just like, I'm not really sure if this is going to work or if it's even possible. Like they're kind of already sort of sell, uh, you know, setting themselves short. So, yeah, um, I think for me, um, with not being previously athletic, you know, I wasn't even sure that it was possible or like, I couldn't even see it fitting into my life because it was not something I had ever done or something I had ever prioritized before. Right. Um, so for me, it was just like, I, I wasn't even going to start because it wasn't even in my mind. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's another thing. Like, I think people just don't really understand exactly what their bodies could be capable of if they had the right tools. Mm -hmm. And that's like kind of where you were coming from and also kind of where I was coming from. So if you've heard my story on this podcast, you know that I had sort of similar thoughts to that. But you know, I kind of took a took a path of kind of wanting to prove myself wrong. Like I had all of these same doubts. I had the pain. I had the, you know, I had the the self-doubt that I didn't think that I was good enough. Like I had all of those things going on in my mind, but there was also a part of me that wanted to ch- really challenge that. And, yeah, you yeah. know, like kind of prove, like I said, like prove myself wrong. Like I wanted to see that like if I had the right tools and if I put in the effort that it took, if I could turn things around. Um, you know, and then, and obviously if you, if you've heard that story, like I I have, and, you know, I was able to, you know, I didn't want to admit that it was too late to do, to do all the things that I wanted to do. And I wanted to give my best shot at it. And I worked really hard and I got into the best shape of my life. I'm way more fit now. Cause I think a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I used to do, you know, I used to play basketball or that, that was my story. I used to play basketball or I used to, you know, whatever, like some kind of active activity that they used to enjoy that they don't feel like they can do anymore. Right. Um, you know, and I feel like they, you know, like that's where the concept of like the glory, my glory days. Right. You know, you know, when I was like, you know, I could do all this stuff and now I can't do that. And it's like, but I actually think that I'm in more shape now than I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And way capable doing, you know, way more capable of doing a lot of things that I couldn't do then. Definitely. And I think that's like counter to what we normally hear in our culture where it's like you brought up this idea a couple weeks ago about or maybe last week about this idea of like our bodies kind of like decaying and just like getting worse as we get older. And it's wild to me to think about like, you know, I'm almost 32 and I'm like, lifting all this heavy weight when I had previously never done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, that, yeah, is interesting. So I think like a huge part of that, like I've mentioned, like having the right tools and that was something that I was definitely missing in my journey, which again, if you, if you learned kind of like how I injured, re-injured my back, it was because I was doing a program that was just like, I didn't even realize it at the time, but was just like way too advanced for me. Right. Um, so I also realized that like, in the process of my own journey, I realized that like, I think back all the time now, like, what did I, what did I wish I would have had access to back then that would have helped me not have to take the road that I took, you know, that would have helped me avoid a lot of the pitfalls that I fell into on my journey. Like, for example, doing a program that was way too advanced for me and like injuring my back. So like, you know, I took three, three steps backwards, you know, like, what do people need you know, to meet them where they're at. And like, that's kind of where I realized that, you know, with all my work in the gym and with my own journey and like helping other people, I'm realizing like there really needs to be kind of like that go-to solution for people that want to make a comeback and they want to, you know, start working out again and kind of push themselves in the way that I've been talking about. Um, But they need workouts that meet them where they're at today. And a lot of programs are really structured around, you know, either assuming a certain level of fitness or, you know, really, people trying to do programs that they would have tried 10, 15 years ago, because right. that's, they're still attached to that like previous identity of like, Oh, I used to be able to bench whatever. And those, so not me just jump right back into the strength program and right. try to do that right. really quick. And then they get injured and then they're now they're back out of the gym again. So that's a very, very common loop that I see. And, and like I've said in previous episodes, even, even programs that claim to be for beginners, especially right. in terms of strength programs, 
you know, are not things that I would ever give my clients. Right. And not saying that like, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just that they're not, that's not where these people are at. Yeah, There's sure. nothing wrong with that either. Like I'm just recognizing that there's a disconnect there um, between like, you need, you, there needs to be somewhere between where people actually are in starting their fitness journey and in kind of where they need to go to do a lot of these, you know, beginner uh, strength programs. And there's not a lot of stuff happening in between those two things. Yeah, I think for me, like, I didn't even know what a program was. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, like, I was just starting so fresh and so new. Um, I think it's easy to, like, see fitness through the eyes of social media. And, you know, you get these, like, quick hit workouts or, you know, just quick things that you can do, a quick circuit or whatever. And I was just kind of, like, piecing those together for a while. Like, oh, I see this thing, I'll do this. I'll see this, I'll do this you know, without really knowing, like, there's a, a reason um, to how we train our bodies and there, like, should be thought that goes into it. And I think something that always really helped me, um, you know, when we first started, like, training together was understanding, like, how different movements affected different muscle groups and that, like, I don't want to overtrain this muscle group because that's going to lead to, you know, injury or like that could be really detrimental to me. And I just didn't, I didn't have that knowledge um, to, to co- basically what I was doing was like constructing my own program through like different things I was seeing. Right. Um, but that wasn't healthy for me because I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Um, I, so I think like for me having a plan that was like structured and thoughtful and purposeful, like it, it really changed, changed what I was able to do. Right. In the, in the training world or, you know, fitness world, we, you know, scientific term for what you just described is the law of specificity, which means that like how the workouts that we do are meant to elicit certain adaptations in our bodies. So it's not just like working out for workout's sake, like the things that you're doing, even if you don't realize it are meant to, you know, elicit a certain adaptation in your body, whether that's to build strength, whether that's to build muscle mass, whether that's to, you know, uh, burn more calories and increase your cardiac output, like whatever it is. And by cardiac output, I mean like boost your, you know, conditioning, um, aerobic capacity, things like that. Like there's all these different things that we can train for. And if you don't know, mm-hmm. um, if you don't know, you know, what the workouts that you're doing are meant to the problem that those workouts are meant to solve, like you're kind right. of spinning your wheels, right? Like you right. could be doing, and that's what I was doing. Like you could just be doing yes, I'm working out. Oh, great. I'm burning calories, but like, I'm not achieving my goals because these workouts are not really matched to what I'm trying to achieve. Right. And I remember one time you being like, okay, do you want, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think you were like, do you want to um, get stronger or do you want to build muscle mass? And I was like, how is that not the same thing? Well, and and it can be for some people and that, that gets into a lot of conversations around like, you know, your training age and like how long you've been working out. But like, I would argue too, that like you could, you could do both, but then also sometimes you need to pick one over the other. It really just kind of depends, you know what I mean? So, but the point of all of this is the fact that like, I think where a lot of people end up spinning their wheels and getting frustrated, they're not seeing results is because they're doing workouts that don't really match what it is that they're trying to achieve. Exactly. And, you know, we talked a little bit last week about like the idea of group fitness. And I know it's come up a few times, but like, and I'm not, again, I'm not, 
I'm not dishing and saying that like things like Orange Theory and F45 and all this group and CrossFit and like all this stuff that's become really popular over the last few years is bad. Like there is some valuable stuff in there, but there's also some really dumb stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think when in the context of what we're talking about, which is somebody who has been out of the out of the game for a while and they haven't been like working out regularly and then they just need something to get them started and they go and do something like that. There's a lot of stuff in there that can kind of be detrimental to your experience because it's usually a lot of like really high impact stuff things like burpees and, and stuff like yeah. that, that just like aren't really going to leave you feeling really good. And I yes. think, I think yes. why I think it's so detrimental is because it sets this expectation of what a workout should be. And I know Rachel, that was like part of your experience and also part of my experience and how oh, yeah. I end up hurting myself. Yeah, um, for sure. I remember we did a group fitness class once in New York and I was sore for like three days after. And I, in my, in my head, I was like, Oh, perfect. Yeah. I did all the things I should have been doing. And like, really, I look back and I'm like, "Eh, that probably wasn't the healthiest thing for my body. Right. So again, like, what's the goal? Like, if the goal is just to like work out and like sweat and get my heart rate up and like burn some calories, then I'm then we did a great job that day. But if, if I'm trying to, you know, build a foundation of strength, or I'm trying to build muscle mass, or, you know, I have like certain like, I have a back injury that I need to be mindful of, probably not the best thing. Right. Um, so it's again, it's a workout for a workout's sake, you know, just to get your heart rate up and sweat. Or do you have specific goals that you're trying to get after? Totally. Um, so the purpose of all that is to say that, like, I realize this is kind of like an area of opportunity where there aren't, again, maybe people don't realize that they need an act, like they need a specific program. Um, but, you know, I firmly believe after my own experience and again, working with other people that like strength is the number one thing that people need to focus on because it's going to solve a lot of your problems. Like I firmly believe that I got rid of my back pain because I got stronger. Yeah. And I don't think there's literally no harm that can be done by getting strong. There's literally no harm that can be done. Yeah, I mean, and if you listen to my origin story, like it goes beyond the physical, right? It's, it's the mental game too. And I think you are getting strong, yes, physically, but mentally as well. And and I think they go hand in hand. Definitely. So, you know, so I wanted to share with you a training program. I think I, I mentioned it in the last episode, but I want to dive into more uh, detail on that, that I've been working on for the last few months because it's built for people who are in this exact place. So, you know, the whole idea is that regardless of how long you've kind of been out of the game, that you can actually reclaim and, and possibly even uh, surpass your previous level of fitness. Um, and you actually can do it a lot easier and faster than you think you can. Um, so because, you know, obviously, you know, what we're talking about here in terms of finding the right workouts for your body is like recognizing that your body and also the demands of your life have changed, you know, since you were, you know, 20 years old or in high school or whatever. And the workouts that, that you do actually need to help support you. So, you know, to your point about that, that group class that we did, if you're sore for the next three days afterwards, like, is that really doing you is that yeah is that good for you because then that's three days that you just lost that you can't can't train train. because you can barely walk so did that really accomplish you know again depending on the goal did that really accomplish what it was that you were trying to do or did it just like mean that i had to sit on the sidelines for a few days right and recover and then like you're probably you know and then if you go back to that same style workout then you're right back right back at it so 
you know, I, I don't really like that people kind of view fitness in that way um, because I think there are other better ways and smarter ways to train that actually will get you the body that you want and will help you feel better than you did before you went in there, you know, and, you know, so it's, you know, I'm, that's what I'm hoping to tell you about today. Um, you know, so again, building a strong foundation is key in, in all of this for a lot of different reasons, which I'm sure we'll dive into in other episodes, future episodes of the podcast. But that's exactly what this program is built to do. Um, so based off, again, my own experience, like I decided to title the, the program, The Comeback Athlete, because this is all about people who are trying to make a comeback to the gym. And regardless of whether you think of yourself as an athlete or not, in terms of this program, you are because training as an athlete is what's going to help you to prevent injuries, be able to perform better in your daily life, and to be able to work around all the obstacles that you have. Um, again, at any age or stage of life. So the comeback athlete training program is literally for anybody that wants to make a comeback to build strength, reclaim their athleticism and build resiliency at any age or stage of life. And it's that last part that I'm like really, really stoked about because yeah. I have literally used this program with a 75 year old grandma, my 65 <laughs> year old dad, uh, a 30 year old tech company worker, you know, front end engineer, yeah. myself, you <laughs> and literally anyone in between recreational athletes you know in new york city i used to work with a guy who um i think he was in his like early 60s and he just like was uh uh, an enthusiast, he's a cyclist. Like he was just a cyclist. He loved cycling. Yeah. And he, that was this thing. And he wanted, he came to me to work with him because he wanted to build strength so that he could endure his, um, endure his bike rides. Yeah, totally. Um, he also loved to ski and he wanted to be better at skiing. My dad wanted to get better at he's playing golf his whole life and he wanted to be able to, you know, continue to perform and outperform his friends. Right. You know what I mean? The same <laughs> programming applies to all of those different people. So I literally mean that at any age or stage of life. Um, so what is this program going to do? We've talked a little bit about that, obviously, but in more detail, um, so one thing that we've really hit on a lot is the idea of like how important it is to balance the workouts with the rest of your life so that you, you know, we all recognize that like, you know, you have activities and other hobbies that you love to do. And so you want to feel good while you're doing that. You know, like my dad wants to feel good when he's walking on the golf course. And, you know, my client in New York wanted to feel good on his bike ride and wanted to be able to keep up with his friends. So we all have these things that we want to be able to do as we continue to age. And we have this part of us that wants to excel and be able to perform in those activities. So these are workouts that are meant to balance knowing that you want to be able to do all these other things, but you also need to dedicate training time so that you can get better at those things. Um, so this is not a program that's going to have you working out six days a week and, you know, or beating you to a pulp to right. where you have to lie Rest on the couch for three, for three days. days. Like right. this is literally being able to balance everything that you need with everything that you want to do also without the fear of getting hurt so that you actually can, it's, it's a performance program. So if, if I, if you do a training program and then you get injured, you're not going skiing, you're not riding right. your bike, you're not playing with your kids. You're not being able to play on a rec softball team or whatever it is that you <laughs> want to do. Um, so that's a huge, the balance part is like a huge, huge aspect. And Rachel talked about that last week, you know, where she was like, what, I can only work out three days a week. That's yeah. all. That's it. Yeah, I think, you know, I have a pretty grueling schedule. I like work 55-ish hour work weeks, um, sometimes more. It just depends. And, you know, the fact that I can always still fit workouts in just ugh, feels so good. Yeah. You yeah. know, that balance piece is key. 
for sure. You know, and so, yeah, it's a workout schedule that's that's very simple and sustainable. It's not something that requires a lot of legwork. It's, it's like clearly laid out and understood. Um, you know, the focus again is like around building this like foundational level of strength and with that athleticism. Um, while still having energy for everything else that you have in your life. Like it is not my goal to have somebody like crawling out of the gym, you know, yeah. to where they feel like they're wrecked or they can't work out in the morning. So they'll be, that used to be a, a belief that I had. Like if I work out in the morning, I'm going to be tired for the rest of the day. Right. Like these are not those types of workouts. Yeah. And my belief used to be, I've mentioned before that like a, a workout should be no pain, no gain. And if you aren't <laughs> like, you know, on the floor screaming because it's so hard that you're not actually putting in work. And I think for me, it's helped me like redefine and reframe what, what working out means and what, what it should actually look like that's healthy and sustainable. Right. For sure. And, you know, the, the other thing too is uh, to stop wasting money and spending time and wasting time on programs that, that, that do that, that leave you exhausted and, and, you know, aggravate some old injury that you have simply because it's not the right one. I mean, I can't tell you how much money I put into, you know, doing like class pass in New York City and mm, like navigating all right. these like boot camp workouts that just literally destroyed me. Um, and it was expensive. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, I've also, you know, wasted a lot of money just like buying programs online or like subscribing to things online that were just like, you know, I would go through like two or three workouts and then just be like, you know what, like, I this can't, is, do, I can't this. do this. This is right. like, you know, the risk reward ratio is just like not worth it for me. And for I sure. think a lot, a lot, there's a lot of that floating around, especially right now, you know, with COVID and everybody now is an expert on online training and giving workouts out to people <laughs> and all this body weight stuff can like really be super high impact and can really kind of yeah. leave you feeling bad. I always think my issue was like getting a program with things that I simply could not do. Like oh, yeah. I mentioned, like I couldn't do pull-ups and I, d I didn't have the knowledge to know how to modify. I still don't know sometimes and like have to come to you for that. So just like getting programs that like somewhat fit me, but then are in some parts are way beyond where I'm at. Um, and so that can always be a challenge too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I used to have the, the same problem too. Like, you know, when I was dealing with all my back pain, like I, I knew that there were certain exercises that, that bothered it. So like the deadlift obviously was one, I also couldn't back squat for a long time, but I still wanted to get strong. But every single time that I would open up a strength program, it had the deadlift and it had the back squat. And again, right. like that was before I got my training certification and really studied, started studying strength and conditioning. And I didn't understand like how to replace those movements. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I gained the knowledge that I have now as as a trainer to know that like, oh, there's a whole list of exercises out there that I could have been doing instead, you know, but instead I just basically didn't drain my lower body. Right. You know, and so, uh, you know, newsflash, like I never got rid of my back pain because I wasn't training the muscles that needed to be trained to help me from being, to help to keep me from being in pain. Exactly. Um, and it's not people's responsibility to know all this stuff. No, like, you know what I right. mean? It's, it's, it's the fitness industry and fitness professionals job to give this information out there. But unfortunately there's a lot of misinformation out so there much, yeah. and, or just the, not really the willingness to 
being able to scale things properly to, to meet people where they're at. And again, that that is why I created this program because I'm not just gonna give you another program that you can just download off the internet because that is how you'll buy it if you decide to purchase it. But I'm also trying to focus on giving you the resources that you need to solve these problems that I know you might end up having. Yeah. So I chose variations of common exercises like the squat, like the deadlift, like the pull-up that I, that and scaled them to variations that I know most people are, that it's like baseline, like most people are going to be able to do this. And what's cool about it is I've given you an exercise demo library sheet. So like literally every exercise in the program has a video tutorial attached to it so that you know exactly what you need to do. But also for whatever reason, if that movement that I've given you, um, which is nothing too advanced, but if it, for whatever reason you struggle with it or it causes you pain or you're having a trouble with it, I also give you an easier variation. Um, and then on the flip side, if it's like too easy, um, I have also give you a harder, harder variation. So you're able to kind of navigate that between three options and be like, okay, am I sort of with the baseline movement? Does this feel good? If you're unsure, you can always go for the easier variation. Um, and again, if you always want to challenge or you grow and you build strength and you want to try the harder variation, then you have those options to be able to kind of make that decision. And you're not feeling like you have to leave out an entire movement just because it doesn't, it's not meeting you where you're at. So that's something I've invested a lot of time in with this program. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially right now. I know even for us, like even though we have, you know, a garage gym and we have a pretty nice setup, there's certain things that we like can't at you know, I think when we think about progressing, um, a, you know, a lift where I always think about, we'll just add weight. And like for us in a lot of things that hasn't been possible. And it's always amazing to me to hear you talk about all the ways that you can like progress or regress a movement and just things I would never think about. And I'm like, whoa, that really did make it more challenging or really did make it more accessible. So I just think it's so interesting and, and just something that, you know, general population of people don't have that working knowledge. Well, right. And, and when we're talking about building a foundational level of strength, like eventually, yes, like adding weight to what you're to exercises that you're doing is how you will get stronger. But there are a lot, like you mentioned, like that's an important point because there's so many ways of, of adjusting that because sometimes you're just not ready. To, yes. to go up and wait. And yeah. I, and I, I had to learn that unfortunately the hard way, um, you know, by trying to get creative and learning different ways that I could progress a movement and still make progress in the gym without, you know, feeling like the only way to do that was to add weight to the bar. So, right. you know, changing body position, using tempo, changing the number of, of sets and reps that you're doing, there's all, these are all things that you can do to make an exercise more difficult so that you're not just only concerned with how do I add weight? How do I add weight when your body might be not, you know, when your body is in that beginning phase of getting back, you know, used to being back in the gym and is probably, you know, needs a little bit longer to, to adapt to the demands that you're, that you're putting under. For sure. Um, so yeah, and then, you know, I think obviously too, like a huge, another huge uh, part that I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast was that a lot of people, um, especially as they get older, have some kind of like previous injury or, you know, some kind of pain point um, that they have that again, has kind of kept them from doing certain exercises or kept them from working out altogether. And they're really not sure how to work around it. So based off my experience, I've put together sort of like a pain, a pain-free training video series where 
I kind of go over um, the main sort of exercises that we're going to be doing in the program. But I also talk about, okay, if you have pain during this movement, here's what you do. So if you're, if you're in a, like I used this example earlier, but if I'm somebody who, okay, I have knee pain when I squat, so I can't squat, mm-hmm. I'm giving you, I'm telling you in this video series how you work around that. Yeah. So coming up with a squat variation and how to adjust, um, how to adjust certain things so that you are able to train that exercise at in some capacity. Yeah. So that's all the training knowledge that I have on those subjects. You know, that I is the same knowledge that I use working one on one with people when I'm hands on with them in the gym. These are the exact same things that I that I do with people. I've just recorded it in a video series and I've put it in part of as part of this program. So if you are having, you know, you know, you are somebody that has, you know, you can't bench press because your shoulder hurts. You can't deadlift because your back hurts. Um, You know, these are all common things that I cover in the pain free training series. So if that is something that you struggle with, um, I got you covered there. Um, and then there's a ton of other resources that come with the program, um, that I know will help you on your journey. I literally sat here over a week and (laughs) thought about, okay, what is every single problem that I had? Mm -hmm. And then I created a product for it. Yep. Like, so the pain-free video series, the exercise demo library, you're going to get some recipes that are going to help you with the nutrition side of things. Um, which I think obviously is something that we haven't even tapped into on this podcast yet, um, right. but we will, um, yeah. but that's also part of it. And also uh, the major thing too, that we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, the coronavirus is, has a lot of people out not in the gym right now, um, right. which is not a convenient time to launch a strength program. <laughs> um, but uh, I recognize this and I also um, have the comeback athlete version, body weight version um, of this training program. So applying all of the same philosophies that I just talked about, um, but these are all body weight workouts that you can do in your living room, in your backyard if you're lucky enough to have one yeah. or wherever you need to do these workouts um, while you are lacking gym access. Yeah, I started with a body weight program, you know, like in my apartment in New York before I was like wanting, you know, before I joined the gym and, um, it was so nice to just like have that, um, you know, have that program where you can do it all within the comfort of your house. I know I had a lot of insecurity about working out in front of other people. So just like being able to do it in my own space with that felt comfortable was always um, a really nice relief for me. Yeah. I mean, I know like a big thing is like the zoom group classes. And again, this is not me saying that that's bad. If that's your jam, like go for it. But I do know that it can be awkward. I do know that it can be tough. And again, for the same reasons that we've been talking about, like maybe they're doing movements in that class that you're just not there. You're not down for, or that don't like, you know, really fit, uh, you know, they don't really fit your needs or they're making you feel bad or, you know, it's like, it's not catered to you. And that's, that's why it can be difficult. So if you're looking for a program that you can do at home, um, when you purchase the comeback athlete program, you're going to get the strength program, um, which is eight weeks long that does require a gym. But when you purchase that program, I'm going to give you the body weight program for free. Um, so you will get both so that you'll have the program that you can start with now with the body weight if you are sick at home without equipment. Um, but you'll also have the strength program on hand when the gyms open back up or you get access to to dumbbells or kettlebells um, or whatever implement you can get your hands on. Um, you'll have both. Um, so yeah, so because I know how important it is that you do the right workouts for you and I will not trying to sell you a program that it's not right for your body. Um, 
I'm going to give you the first week of the program for free. Um, so that's going to be um, the first week of the strength program plus the first week of the body weight program. So that's 10 total workouts that you'll have um, that you can kind of sample and just browse through, try out at home or, or your gym or wherever um, and decide if this is right for you. Um, again, I'm not trying to sell you something that it, that's not right for your body. So I'm giving you an opportunity uh, to take it for a test drive. So to get those 10 workouts, um, you'll also get an entire workout guide that comes with it. So that's tips for how to crush your workouts, tips for getting back into it, um, how to warm up properly. There's a whole warm up series. Mm -hmm. that's part of that. Um, there's a whole video series in the guide too, about how to work out, make sure you're working out at the right intensity, which is huge for seeing results. There's a lot of awesome resources that are part of this free guide as well. So if that interests you, um, and the link to download that is in the show notes. So in the show description, there's a link to go to the landing page. Um, and it'll, um, you can have it delivered straight to your inbox and get those workouts today. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, and I, y'all, this is so great because Ryan, you know, for the last four years has been my like kind of training, um, trainer, I guess, <laughs> technically. Um, and he has just been so thoughtful and so like supportive in my life. And so to be, you know, kind of taking all the things that he's given me over the last four years and put them into products, um, that, you know, can reach so many people, like just feels so nice. Um, because I know it's like really changed my life. So Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about it. Like I said, like this is, this really fits with so many people that I've worked with and I know not everybody can afford to work with the trainer one-on-one. -on -one. So that was kind of my goal was like, how much value can I package together in yeah. a program that somebody can afford and, and, you know, do on their own. Totally. Um, the other thing too, as I mentioned last week, like you will have access to my email for support as well. So I'm not just going to sell you the program and, and goes like, to you. you got it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in contact with a single person I bought a program from. Oh no. Especially when it comes to like, Hey, this exercise is like bothering my shoulder. What, like, do what I can do? I do? Like yeah. I will happily give you another exercise to do and help you kind of navigate that. So you'll have access to my email as well as part of this. So that's also in your, in your workout guide, which is free. Click the link yeah. in the show <laughs> notes below. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks y'all. Uh, we will see you next week.